hello. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome. Welcome to the Sunburn Collective. I am Khan. And I am Sergio. And we are very happy to be back. This is the 40th episode of the Sunburn Collective. Wow. Yeah, wow. Uh, typically live from Jolt Radio Studio in Miami, Florida, but... Uh, not so much these days. Yeah, not so much. Uh, you may not, as you may or may not know, this is the first time we've spoken on the program uh, for about three months, actually four months. Uh Mm-hmm. We've just been kind of phoning it in and doing sets. Um, you know, the show has gone on. But I guess we got bored with that, and we've decided that we wanted to go back to our typical show format and do features. Although um, those last couple sets are really good, so check Yeah, those go out. check those out. You know, we're not slacking or anything. <laughs> um, but we have a great show lined up for you today, tonight, uh, whenever you're listening to it. We are going to be doing features on the work of Rick James, uh, mm. as you may remember from the Chappelle Show sketches. Uh, Hilarious. He makes music, very good music. Amazing. And music. Uh, also Bobby Lahiri, who is typically referred to as the king of Bollywood. So we're going to be doing some nice. Bollywood vibes a little later. He has really good stuff, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and some of you might be familiar with from the world of being sampled by Western musicians. <laughs> but uh, before we run into all that, we're going to kick the show off with a feature of a lesser-known Rick James song called Bustin' Out. So let's go nice. ahead and let that roll, and we'll talk about it afterwards. All right. Well, all right, you squares, it's time you smoke. Fire up this funk and let's have a toe. Make it dance or some of everything. Thank you. 
yeah, that was a really great song. Um, I love that song, it, particularly because it's a little less well-known, uh, because it kind of came before the Rick James sound that everybody got used to. Mm-hmm. That everybody's that super freak with. sound. Yeah, like so if, you, if you're familiar with his work like Super Freak or any of the stuff that came later, it's got more of an electro-funk kind of synthesizer-heavy vibe. That we're so used to. Yeah, yeah, but this sounds like more like a like a Parliament song, a funkadelic song. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, and, I want I, I really like that song. I want to play it as a feature because I think it shows Rick James's range in mm-hmm. the type of music that he could produce. His ability to be talented in yeah all those ranges, yeah, is... different different ways. And like on top of that, he lived a really crazy, interesting life. Yeah, his uh, <laughs> he's got his... the best behind the music. Yeah. The best episode that series ever produced was the Rick James episode. If you haven't seen it, you should. Yeah. It's definitely recommended. Yeah, so uh, why don't you give us a couple highlights from the life of Rick James? I mean, his life was interesting from the beginning, you know? Like, his mother ran numbers for the Italian mob. Yeah, that That's was something cool. interesting. That's I really didn't cool. know that until I started, like, <laughs> researching. It was, like, one of the first things that popped up, too. I was really surprised. I was like, oh, well, that's pretty yeah. interesting, you know, in Buffalo. Yeah. That's where he's from, in Buffalo, New York. Um, so at 15, he joined the Navy Reserve. Yeah. I guess that was his way of trying to like uh, avoid the draft or whatnot. Or okay. was when he had fears of going to it's Vietnam. Like Vietnam times, yeah. yeah, that saw him, you know, jump ship. Right. You know, and uh, head to Toronto. That's right. That's one of my one of the my favorite facts about Rick James's life is that he went AWOL from the military. Yeah. Fled to Canada and then started awesome. a band with Neil Young. I like Canada. Yeah, that is an insane, <laughs> insane course of events. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you don't have any recordings. I don't believe there's any recordings left. From that of. band, the Neil Young, Rick James oh, that Project. Band. That's what they say, but yeah. uh, hopefully somebody can prove somebody me wrong and email us a, you know, <laughs> yeah. something. If you're out there, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, came back to the United States in 66, surrendered himself, and then okay. you know, after that, basically took off his career yeah wow yeah so let's get into the first set and then we'll talk about it a little more after sure all right yeah. uh, so we're gonna get sergio on the decks with the rick james set all right
Give me that stuff, that funk, that sweet, that funk is 
All right, mm-hmm. and we're back. That was it. <laughs> uh, it was a good set. Nice. Yeah. So those are Rick James and Rick James adjacent tracks. Why don't you tell us what we what we just heard there? I will tell you actually. The first track was "I'm Just a Sucker for Your Love." It's a Rick James and Tina Marie, but it's the Fingerman edit. Yes, yeah, Fingerman Boogie, Boogie VIP. VIP edit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good track. It is a good track. I love that track. Uh, you should check it out. Yeah. Ups to Finger Man on that. Yeah. You know, do it any way you wanna, like Cashmere. That's a another banger, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to brag, you know. <laughs> Tombi's next, Crazy Me, followed by the last one is Rick James. Give it to me, baby. That's Give it to the, me, baby. Yeah. That's the Lost Me edit. Yeah. So that's a pretty solid track there, yeah. Lost Me. Yeah, definitely. Am I pronouncing that right? Lashmi? I don't know, man. We don't know Lashmi? about any of the Lashmi? pronunciations oh, yeah, yeah. for a lot so Excuse of me if I'm butchering your name, you know? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> anyway, I yeah. remember Rick, uh, Dave Chappelle's joke about that song, Give It To Me Baby, where he's like waking your wife up. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, amount of time could do justice to the life this man lived. He yeah. is just an uh, inspiration to so many people, and his library of music is crazy good. Everything he's like put his hands on. Yeah. To me personally, Eddie I, I Murphy just love party it. all the time. That's oh, yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, that's that's that, that was him. Believe that's him that. that. You know, that's one of the greatest songs. <laughs> <laughs> he was speaking for us all on that one. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Man touched your hearts, yeah. you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, um, man lived a crazy life and was known for basically his like party lifestyle, like uh, very, very lavish. Yeah, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get into all that, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, he was the man until the very end, you know. Yeah. I think it was the same year the Chappelle, the Chappelle skits came out. Actually, yeah, he started it was getting... right around then he passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, big ups. I think he got dosed by Jim Morrison. Oh, hilarious story, yeah. When he uh, first days in L.A., he was basically trying to, like, follow Neil Young in his, like, rise to fame and moving to L.A. So he moves to L.A. and he's staying at Stephen Stills' house when he wakes up and he sees this dude with bleeding wrists sitting on the floor. And it turns out that dude was Jim Morrison, and <laughs> he would later freaking out, you know, uh, but whatever he would later, you know, go on to talk with uh, Jim Morrison and <laughs> somehow trick him into doing LSD. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and keep the show rolling. Uh, we're going to jump into the next feature of the night, which is going to be by Bobby Lahiri. Uh, the song is called come closer. And, uh, I'll tell you guys about it and about Bobby Lahiri afterwards. So, see you on the other side of that. Thank you. Thank you. 
Come Closer by Bappi Lahiri. Dope. Yeah, definitely. It was a great song. Very dope. Uh, that's off of the soundtrack to the 1984 Bollywood film Kasam Paida Karne Wale Ki, which is a phrase that I don't know the meaning of or whether or not I pronounced it correctly. Probably not. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so Bappi Lahiri is primarily known as being a composer, and majority of his work is for the soundtracks of Bollywood films. Uh, so that's how he got the the moniker of the King of Bollywood. But on top of that, he's also the disco king of India. Nice. Uh, because he's renowned for being the one to introduce disco music to Bollywood, uh, Bollywood soundtracks and to Bollywood films. I guess before that they were using more uh, traditional music. So Yeah, this uh, guy looks awesome too. Yeah, that's the first thing you need to know about Bobby Lahiri is that the man can dress. Oh, so man. go ahead and like Google some pictures of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on his website extremely or something. Cool. Go to his website. His <laughs> website is really funny. Yeah, it's Lots awesome. Of great stuff on there. Um, but yeah, so he was born in 1952 in Calcutta in West Bengal. And uh, one interesting thing I learned about him is that he learned how to play tavla when he was three. So wow. tavla is the if you're not familiar is like a the Indian it's like an Indian drum that changes pitch. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the idea that he was playing it when he was three years old is pretty astounding to me. Yeah, and it sounds like a difficult instrument too. It's not like a regular. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah, and I also I really wanted to do a show on Bobby Lahiri because I previously played his track Jimmy Jimmy Aja, um, which was probably it's probably best known for being sampled by MIA for the song Jimmy. Um, I played that previously, and I thought, I didn't mention it at the time, but I think it's pretty funny that, uh, so, Bappi Lahiri started getting sampled by, like, Western hip-hop artists and stuff, but Bappi Lahiri had this tendency in his songs to just straight up rip off, like, an American pop song, mm-hmm. and, or sample it or whatever, and put it, like, an unlicensed use of it in his song. Uh, so, like, for example, in that, in the the movie that come closer is from they the thriller is also on that soundtrack oh snap (laughs) (laughs) so uh i think it's pretty good that things are coming back around and he's getting discovered by uh like western audiences because he was basically we were talking about how he kind of just took something that was happening in america and europe and kind of introduced it to his work yeah (laughs) it's not to like 
be a downer on him. Yeah. It's just he just kind of just did something that was happening in America and yeah. just. Well, I mean, a lot of the in... guys we do shows on do that, but like he has. And a lot of the guys we do shows on are composers too, and yeah. do soundtracks for. I think you know, that's a whatnot, component so. of like uh, disco disco music. music at the time. Yeah. People uh, that it doesn't get enough credit or like people don't look into it enough is that it's known as being like a producer genre, but a lot of mm-hmm. times it was a composer genre because mm-hmm. you got like mm-hmm. a full string section. Yeah. that you gotta account for so it became it's it's pop music but like extremely uh dramatic yeah you know so anyway um that was that's bobby lahiri and the track come closer but now we're gonna go into a little set featuring his work and then uh after that we'll say our goodbyes so i guess we'll stay tuned and uh, we'll talk to you on the other side of it all right Many, 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 many
Come on. 
Yeah, I definitely also wish that I could just dress like Poppy Lahiri all the mm-hmm. time. We're mm-hmm. just talking off mic about it. Yes. I wish that I could People just life. accept that he dresses like that. And if again, if you haven't seen him, just go just ahead go and pop him in Google real quick. And then you know what I aspire yeah, to so, be like. So I just want to embody <laughs> that at all times. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll give you a quick track list on, on that little set there. That was Hey Hey by Beard and Dust and Arsony. Uh, that's off of That's a Steel number three, which is a vinyl release. As was the second track in that set, which was Bangraman by Sputnik. Uh, those are two tracks off of the same vinyl release. You go cop that. That's, that's a Steel Russia three. Um, nice. After that was Tama Tama Loge uh, by Bobby Lahiri. That is the Fundido edit. Shoutouts to Fundido. Go check out their Bandcamp. Uh, and the last track there was Manguana by Phase Action. And let me check this real quick. Zeke Maika. So apologies to everybody's pronunciation of their names. But uh, yeah, so go check those tracks out on your own if you enjoyed them but moreover thank you for listening to the sunburn collective uh, make sure to show some love to the facebook page yeah go check out our and, facebook uh, page our instagram at sunburn collective um what's more relevant these days instagram it's instagram or yeah. yeah uh i made it tiktok so but we didn't really we haven't done anything on it tiktok but nah. now i think the, I don't know. Uh, I think they're going to ban it now. I don't know. <laughs> also, Thank God. I'm, a gr- I'm a grown I, man. I, don't I know hate that. I, really I got one, it. though. So, anyway. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, also go to our SoundCloud page. Go check out our edits, uh, all of our previous shows, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not sure when we're going to be back in the Jolt Radio studio. We do miss it. It's a lot more fun to do this in a radio yeah, studio. Yeah, it's a great atmosphere in, in yeah. Jolt. Not that I don't love my house. No, just, yeah, no. You know, whatever it's awesome either way yeah so um thank you for listening thanks again uh, everybody we'll catch you guys next month peace peace